I swear that's crazy. I was thinking about this song. I was gonna play this shit too. There's a lot. There's a lot of work in the I've been ballin' so damn hard, I swear I think that I'm coping Young bull on this rap shit, but I think that I'm coping I swear I'm duckin' on these hoes, on these niggas, I'm free throwin' These boys, they don't like me, cause I think that I'm coping Watch me hit the strip club, make it rain like I'm coping Catch a place podcast full of lights, I play the game like I'm coping And since I think I'm coping, my bitch don't like to know me Polo This is for them niggas that be thinkin' they coping I say, baby Y'all already know what this is about. She gon' wanna blow me cause I ball like a curve. I know what it is. Two, four, This is a little different now, man. Yeah, this is a little bit different. Now. It do, it do. Shout out Sosa, man. This one I used to like Sosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. We celebrating the goat tonight, man. We celebrating the legend tonight, man. Shout out Sosa, man, man. Chief Keith Sosa, big Sosa. Bro. How we feeling, man? Man, catching plays, man. It's your boy. Box logo. <laughs> new nickname alert. Bo- going by Box logo. New nickname alert, man. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man. What's up with you, man? man Kobe, uh, bro. Yeah. Um... I mean, for those who don't know, or you live under a rock, you know what I mean, stuck in a broom closet for the last 24 hours, um, you know, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time, probably the fiercest competitor that I've seen in, in, in my lifetime, maybe outside of Mike, um, Kobe Bryant, uh, met a very untimely demise on yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and, and not only him, but several other people, including his uh, his oldest daughter, Gigi Gianna. Right, rest in peace, man. Rest, rest in, peace. in peace, and uh, my 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 heart and prayers and condolences go out to the entire Bryant family and um, all his, you know all his loved ones, and of course Lakers fans and just uh, sports fans and just everybody mm-hmm. around the world, man. We can't even say the U.S. We can't even say California. No, yeah, say no, this, world, is, this is man. a worldly thing, man. This is, a, this is, this is impacted, you know, worldwide. Yeah, world, this man. isn't just Los Angeles or California or just the United States. This is the world, bro. Um, you know, they feeling this in China right now. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I, I seen that uh, the Empire State Building was lit up purple and gold last night. Mm-hmm. This is a global thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball is a global sport in general, and you know, Kobe was one of the, you know, he was he was one of the beacons. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He was one of the leaders. He was one of the, um, um, I guess you could say, the post poster ch- ch- children, you know, of the of the NBA. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was like the face of the league um, for for 
you know, most of his playing career and then even afterwards, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Kobe accomplished a lot. Uh, we'll be talking about five championships, mm-hmm. one MVP, 18 straight um, NBA All-Star appearances. Um, Rap. Incredible, right? He was a rapper. Okay, yeah. He, <laughs> I think he took Brandy to prom. Yeah, don't forget about that. Kobe Kobe had a little bit of bars under his belt too, man. Um, Kobe, Kobe, uh, Kobe won an Oscar? I don't, did he? Yeah. For what? What would he want to ask for? He produced um, a documentary or a, a, a film. And uh, yeah, I believe he. So he I know won. he got a song with Brian McKnight. You remember uh, that? Um, That's what we should play. I'm, I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that at the end of the that? show. Yeah. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he did a lot, man. Um, incredible. Incredible athlete. And incredible person, man. And when I got the news yesterday, I was at work, and um, I think it was my my, my dog Mugs had posted the uh, TMZ article in the chat, mm-hmm. and um, I was looking at it like, nah, that gotta be some fake shit. That looked like, you know, I like that's that can't be real. So yeah. I, I thought I, it was I fake went, when I first seen. Yeah, I, I went seen on, uh, Doug Baldwin post it. Okay, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then I went on like uh the internet and I didn't see when it exactly happened, I didn't see like nothing at the time. And then I think I went on TMZ and that's when I seen it. TMZ had posted it. Right. And after that, the whole gram was just flooded. Like Yeah, that was um that was wild. I I, I saw the TMZ article but I didn't believe it, but it's, uh, I, I I I went on Google Put in Kobe's name, nothing came up. Nothing came up. You know, in relation to him being dead, I'm like, okay, no, this ain't real. Uh-huh. Like 10 minutes later, I went back on there and I saw that um, MSN had posted something and CNN and then I was like, oh, man. Fuck. And then like probably an hour after that, I seen that um, Gianna uh-huh. was on the helicopter with him and then, oh, man, I, I, I was sick from that point on. And I still had like another four hours of work to go and... I could barely focus on what I was doing at work because my mom was just there, you know? Yeah, it's sad, bro. It's um, real sad. I've thought about this in a couple different perspectives. Um, from a celebrity perspective, this is probably the biggest celebrity death that we've had um, probably over the last 30 years outside of Michael Jackson. Fact. What about number, Prince? Number one, no. Not not more than Prince? Definitely more than Prince. Like Only, only Michael Houston? Jackson... Yeah, only Michael Jackson could could really compare to this. I think Whitney is a little below, Prince a little below too. Okay. You know. And um Yeah, but this this is just just as far as like a global impact. Like global, yeah. Global impact. Only Michael had more of a, a global impact um than Kobe's death. Yeah. From a perspective of sports, uh-huh. this is the biggest this is the biggest um, tragedy mm-hmm. or ever. event that yeah, we've ever had in the history of sports. Like mm-hmm. this is bigger than when Magic announced he had HIV. This is bigger than when Mike retired the first time. This is this is the biggest thing that's probably ever happened in in, in sports. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, in the way that he died, being that he was in the aircraft and and and, and, and passed that way with it with it crashing. 
you know, of course, we think of Aaliyah, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. was probably the most significant person that we could think of in recent memory that died in that fashion. From a, from a sports perspective, we think of Roberto Clemente, who um, died at, you know, 38 when his plane crashed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know um, Buddy Holly and some other singers that uh, their, their plane crashed and, mm-hmm. and they died, um, you know, from, from an entertainment perspective. So we've seen, you know, celebrities die in you know in, in plane crashes and aircrafts and stuff like that so left eye and all that uh well yeah left, left eye was in a car accident a car accident is a whole nother thing <clears throat> i mean it's, it's a but yeah but craft, that, you know however 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 <clears throat> we want to look at it you know um there's been you know these incidents have happened before but again this is the when we when we put it in perspective kobe this is the biggest um uh, tragedy man that that we that we've ever had because you never had somebody um so prominent um and like i said being a global figure that was just taken like that you know over something of an event like this so it's just wild man and you know i'll be the first to say that um i did not grow up a kobe fan everybody knows i'm from miami and I, i didn't grow up a kobe fan um, I wasn't one of the guys that would say Kobe mm-hmm. before I shot a yeah. you know a bowled up piece of paper into the trash can. Um, I was never one of those guys, but I always had respect for Kobe for his determination and his will to win. Yeah, you know, and just the fact that he was the to me the ultimate competitor. Right. You know, I'm a big Bron guy. I love Bron. Yeah. But I I could never compare Bron's willingness to win and his tenacity. To Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant is the ultimate competitor, mm-hmm. and so I always uh, honored and respected him for that. You know, didn't grow up a Lakers fan, wasn't a Kobe fan like that, but certainly had the utmost respect for him as far as you know, just just his willingness to go out and, and win and lay it all on the line every game. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't really a, a basketball fan too much anyway. Okay, um, but you know, it was part of the culture. Right, right. So Kobe, you knew Kobe was the guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, regardless if he was a fan or not, we just all knew Kobe was the dude. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, you also got to think at the time when Kobe was in the prime, when in his prime, you know, with the Lakers and all that, he stopped a lot of teams from getting championships. He was the guy that, like, everybody, even if you wasn't a fan of Kobe, like, or if you was a fan of another player or another, another team, team yeah. you knew, like, Fuck Kobe. Right. Like, gotta play Kobe. Damn. And Kobe would shut all that shit down. You know what I'm saying? So I remember, like, this is back when, like, uh, this is back in, like, maybe 2000 and what year was it? I think it was, like, 2002, four, um, when the Kings and the Lakers were going at it every year you, in yeah. the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Man. Because, you know, me being from Northern California, we used to watch that. You know, the Kings, you know, Sacramento. Sacramento was, you know, pretty much, you know, the homeland. And, you know, and, you know, they would go to the playoffs every single year against against Kobe. And Kobe never. And this was around the time the Kings were raw. Yeah. Like, raw. And they could, the Kings could never get past the Lakers, bro. Couldn't get over the hump. Couldn't get over that Kobe hump. Yep. Couldn't. Cause Kobe just was he was he was a dog. He was too dominant. He was a dog. It's like we all knew, like, fuck, all right, the Kings might be able to pull through. But nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
So um, I know um, it's going to be a lot of uh, a, a lot of press, um, a lot of interviews, and I'm sure there'll be some documentaries and some specials and some things that are going to come um, over the next couple of weeks um celebrating Kobe's life and you know highlight reels and you know all the stuff ESPN's been running you know Kobe you know uh programming nonstop since the news as well they should you know and I think uh it's kind of helping people to sort of rehash some of their favorite moments um with, with, with Kobe uh -huh. and uh particularly like Lakers fans and people who, who loved him as a player and um some people who were like, they were aware of him, but maybe they didn't know quite, you know, how impactful he was to the game. Maybe they're like, wow, I didn't know he did all this, but that, you know, that's, that's interesting. Or, you know, they gain a different perspective of him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that I know for me personally, it, this will just always sit with me. Like I will never forget, you know, the day that I was at, at, at work sitting there and, and I got a message that Kobe Bryant was dead, man. Uh-huh. You know, I was in my, I was laying down. I was getting ready to get up. You know, Sunday, supposed to go on a hike and everything. Um, I seen it, and the first thing I did, I was like, "Bro, hell nah!" I ran out to my, uh, I ran out to out my room, like, "Bro," talking to my roommate, I'm like, "Bro," I'm like, "Nigga, the nigga Kobe just died, bro." He was like, "Hell nah," and so we was just sitting there, and, and then once it, once we realized that it was true, it seemed like the whole day was just like. Fuck. Like the whole day was just like it just wasn't the same. Like the energy was just not the same. And then I, I went on a hike, um, you know, like maybe an hour or so after. Um, and just just being out in public, like you heard people talking about it. Like you yeah. can hear the conversations of people talking about this whole Kobe thing. It seemed like everybody was on their phone, you know, trying to get information, trying to like, you know, dig and it just, and then, you know, and we were at Runyon, so we went, like, one of the highest peaks, one of the highest points of, uh, of the trail. Yeah. And the whole city was gloomy. Mm. It was just gloomy, like. And it, it almost seemed like there was, like, a. It was, like, an ominous feel to it. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, a, it was a, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a, whatever, what, yeah. Whatever. Ominous? Ominous. Yeah. Word of, word of the night, ominous. There we go. Um, it was just a, it was, like, a, just a lair over mm -hmm. the city. Like you literally can tell, like if you were to like go up and pass the clouds, it would it would be like sunny, but it was just a layer, like a dark, like a gray layer, gray blanket over the city. Got you. And then there was this one little like area that was kind of like it was the sun was kind of beaming through the through the clouds in one specific area, and you can kind of see them them light rays kind of coming down. So it looked it looked crazy, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And, yeah. You know, it the, the the fog didn't even look normal. It didn't look like normal fog. It looked like I don't know. It was weird. It? Yeah. Yeah, and going back to it, uh, it was so funny because I, I was noticing um, uh, Saturday night. Yeah, me too. Yeah, how yeah. foggy it was. Very foggy. It was very foggy. I even saw on the game on his IG story, he was driving around. And he was, you know, showing how foggy it was. It was He's like, foggy. man, this feels like, he said, I feel like I'm in Nightmare on Elm Street or something yeah. like that. It's so foggy. Because he lived in Calabasas too. <clears throat> and it's so, so interesting because then, 
you know, um, when, when news comes out about Kobe and we found out that he was in the helicopter, there was low, visibil- low visibility because of the fog. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, I didn't realize that fog was going to possibly cause Kobe Bryant to yeah. lose his light. Like, you know, I, you it did, was foggy on Friday night, too. Right. There was no way I could make that correlation. But, like, sure enough, like, that that happened. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, why is it so damn foggy out here right now? Um, that, that really, you know, and I think they said, did you did you hear that he 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 clipped like a hill or something like that or he didn't like is is like that's what actually sent the I don't bro look there's videos out and I I there's but videos. have you have you read anything about no okay yeah no 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 it's like videos out but I really do not think any of the videos are nah nah, nah. Like, nobody I, has videos of that I nah don't think. I don't think anybody has video footage because they're talking about it it was super foggy. They're like, yo, it's, it was super foggy. It's like none of the videos, there was, it was no fog in any of the videos. Kobe, um, you know, I think years and years ago, he started um, traveling by private helicopter. To yeah. Cut he, time as far yeah. as traffic is concerned, because yeah. LA traffic is so crazy. Because he used to live in Newport. Newport Beach, right? Yeah. yeah. And then and he's he, trying um, to get to downtown. And yeah. He said he, he didn't want to, he didn't like the whole, because he was trying Hollywood. to get everything, he was trying to like, be timely with everything and you know the traffic will cause you right. know he used to want to spend time with his kids and you know also be able to get to practice and do all that other stuff so he invested in helicopters um it's just interesting man because you just never know when your time is coming mm-hmm. and this leads me into uh, what I want to talk about for free game. I've said this before, and uh, I actually got this quote from Kanye West, but I liked it so much I hung on to it. But Ye said, time is the only luxury. Mm-hmm. Time is the only luxury. It's the only thing that you can't get back, you know? Um, and... That being said, I just think it's important. Like I think Kobe's passing was just, uh, among other things, it was a reminder that we could all go at a second. We all just mm-hmm. hanging on by a string, mm-hmm. and our time could be cut short at any time. So it's it's just important to number one. You know, we're all put here for a purpose, and it's important to be on your purpose every day. It's important to, you know, like in, in the spirit of Kobe, he was a guy that he was about his business every day. You know what I'm saying? He and his, he was in love with the game of basketball and everything that he did was to hone his skills and to, um, you know, perfect his skills and, you know, just to perform um, his craft, right, mm-hmm. as best he could at the highest level, at the highest possible level you could do it. And he, he put forth all the energy he had towards that. And it was a labor of love for him. And I think it's important for all of us, whatever our interests are or whatever um, we, we feel like is, is literally our, our God-given purpose here on this earth to put forth our energy towards that day in and day out tirelessly, you know, because at a certain point we won't be able to do it, whether just physically we're unable to do it, mentally we're unable to do it, or we, we, we're not here mm-hmm. in the physical mm-hmm. to do it. So... I think that's really key and important. And then also, as far as your relationships, it's important to tell people 
how you feel about them. It's important to to mend wounds. Absolutely. Mend, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Things that are broken because you just don't know. You know what I mean? A lot of you know that um, my younger brother passed. Um, this month actually makes three years. Mm-hmm. So RIP my little brother Rocky, a.k.a. 5 foot 5 Fady, a.k.a. Yayo, a.k.a. Rashid. It's my brother. Love him. And, um, you know, some of you, what you may not know is that our relationship was uh, was rocky, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak, no pun intended. But it was like um, we weren't always on the on a, on a on a on speaking terms. Mm-hmm. We weren't always cordial, things of that nature. The last day that I ever saw my brother alive, I was at my mother's house. My brother was in the living room. He was asleep on the couch. And my mother told me to go grab her something, grab a box that was in front of the couch. So I kind of begrudgingly went over to grab the box from in front of the couch. As soon as I touched the box, my brother woke up immediately and he said, what's up, Bree? Uh-huh. And me and my brother hadn't spoken months. And I just turned to him and I said, what's up, Rock? And... He said, oh, now nah, I'm good. And I said, all right. And he went back to sleep, grabbed the box, and went about my business. And that was the last conversation I ever had with my brother. Uh-huh. There was a lot of, there was years that was that was wasted, that we weren't in communication. It was just nothing. If we were in the same room, I would be on one end, he would be on the other end, or Maybe my mother would tell me something that he said, or you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't follow through. Like I, I knew where I knew where he was, where he would hang out at, and I wouldn't go over there or anything like that to see him. Or you know, so we just we just wasted a lot of time. Absolutely. And um, I always thought in my mind that when my mother, um, you know, years and years down the line, when my mother was old and gray and you know sick and whatever the case may be, or even when she passed, that at that time, I would forgive my brother and me and him could maybe mend our relationship at that time. I didn't get the opportunity. Uh My brother died at 29 years old. So I never got to go 40 years and fix something down the line. Time is the only luxury, man. Yeah, like you don't know how much time you got with another person, man. You don't know how much time that you know you 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 have to fix something. You, if you could yeah. do something in the moment, try to do it in the moment because otherwise, than that, you might have to live with regret. Yeah, you know, for me, I have to I have to live with the fact every day that he's gone and I can never rectify any issues that we had. Damn. So I, I just tell y'all that as as a lesson learned, man. It's, it's a lesson learned. Don't do it. Don't don't yeah. end up like Bree Polo, man. Don't have to walk around with that burden on your shoulders every day. Yeah, it's crazy because you know we we we're in the, the 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 times we live in, right? We're in like this this super like clout chasing. Uh, we're in this like this uh, this positive energy thing, and you know everybody is. We have so many options of people we can decide to choose from, to be around and to date, whatever. Um, we don't value our relationships with people too much no more, bro. Because I, I, I'm starting to realize that we live in a disposable 
humans are disposable now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we treat each other as if it's we're disposable. Like I hear people all the time, like, and just even dating and, you know, just everything, bro. Like you'll have a very good relationship with a woman and, you know, or, or even just a person, you know, um, the moment that person or whoever doesn't want to deal with it or the, the person doesn't like something, they just dispose of that person. Like, like dispose of them. Yeah, for sure. Like, and just be like, I don't care. You know, it's different if you like have to cut somebody off because of something serious and you're hurt behind it. But people, I see people cut people off and don't even care and aren't even like, don't even, I'm bothered. Like me personally, the type of dude that I am, I don't like cutting people off because, because clearly you're in my life for a reason. Mm. Like if, 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 if I feel, if I go into a relationship with someone like a friend, a woman, whatever, it's because I choose you. As a person, you know, if I feel like you're on some weird shit from the jump, I won't even engage with you like that. So if I decide to bring you into my life as a friend, uh, a lover, whatever it is, I already made that choice to choose. I chose you, you know, and uh, it's hard for me to lose people. You know what I'm saying? Because I like I'm not that type of person. I don't I don't feel like people are just disposable. I got you because people are precious. You know, humans are precious like. And we don't think we don't think like that. We just don't think like that nowadays. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like we we are so quick to like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. I'll go find somebody else, or I'll go. I got you know what I'm saying. I got this going on over here. Like, bruh, we gotta realize that some of these little, some of these energies that we have in people, that shit don't come around twice, bruh. Sometimes it's, you you get one shot with a with a cool motherfucker. Sometimes, bro. You get one shot with having a good friend. So if it's like, if you guys are going through little small differences and stuff like that, man, fix it. Just fix it. If it ain't nothing big, if, if somebody ain't stealing money out your pocket daily, if somebody's not abusing, abusing you, abusing you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Verbally, yeah. verbally, physically, you know, mentally. If somebody's not trying to kill you, um, fix it. You know, especially if you know that person is really a good person, man, just fix it. F- try to... Try to keep that shit going. Don't 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 just give up on people. Like you know what I'm saying. Don't 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 quit on motherfuckers. You can't do that, especially if it's not that big of a deal. You get what I'm saying? Like sure. it's something that you gotta like. You gotta like look like that person may not know any better. That person may not know any better. You know, so you may have to just tell that person because people are so quick to like you know. And I and I know you know we 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 talk about. We ain't got time to be trying to fix motherfuckers or we got we ain't got time to be dealing with the bullshit. But like, bro, you know, just just seeing how things are, man, it's like I feel like sometimes you, you should just let someone know when they did something that rubbed you the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Let them know and give them the chance to like apologize and give them the chance to be like my bad or man, like, like fuck, I didn't mean to do that. Da, 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 da. You know, give them the chance to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, as long as it ain't nothing serious. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to money, you know, family, and you know, abuse and all that shit, then that's that's when you need to let someone go. Um, but other than that, bro, I mean, we can't, we got to stop with that shit. And I hate to see, I hate to see it. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. 
I think you know it's it's really uh, like like you said it, it is a <laughs> a Joe Budden line just came to my mind. He said uh, he said I I got another side of me I never showed to you the side where everybody is disposable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's kind of the mentality right yeah. now. In the consciousness. Everybody's disposable, bro. It's like. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, do, I do think you're right, Amani. I do think you got to honor relationships and honor, you know, the the, the, the building and the, and, the, and the bonding that you know individuals over time, over the course of time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do think that's important. You got and, to, um, man. Yeah, man. And, and honor the relationships. Man. And like, like my guys, all my guys, I tell them I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't say no homo. I don't yeah. say pause. I don't say nothing nah, with it. Nah, hell nah. I, don't, I ain't got time for that. Like, nah. literally, I, I I love you, bro, yeah. because we homies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got a real bond. We got a real relationship. And it's like, if you know what I'm saying? When I'm going through something or even if it's good or bad or whatever the case may be, I can hit my niggas mm-hmm. and we can have that conversation. Yeah. And my niggas would check me when I'm doing something crazy, or my niggas would tell me, "Yo, like I love this or that yeah. or whatever." Case. We 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 just we just had a relationship, and then you know we've been through so much over the years and everything like that. It just made us more glued together. Just gave mm-hmm. us you know a relationship that 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 is damn near unbreakable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and so I I tell my niggas I love them and mm-hmm. I mean it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, mean it. From I don't the fall off. Of I don't fall off with me and my niggas. Yeah. Like. T- a lot of my partners, everybody that I've like been cool with throughout my life, we I don't fall off with my partners. Me and my partners do not fall out. If you like one of my partner partners, yeah, yeah. we don't fall out. We don't fall out. It's, at least as my adult, like my adult relationships. Gotcha. We don't fall out. Don't it, it don't happen. It just it just doesn't happen. Because first of all, I respect my relationships with people too much. I may, you know, I'm not perfect. I may do some dumb shit, you know, like something that I just didn't realize, something small. Yeah. You know, or they may do some dumb shit that they didn't realize, you know, something small. But yeah. it, I never fall out with my partners, though. Never. Because it's just like, it's like, bro, you my, you, 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 my nigga, like, you know, I cherish that shit. I cherish it. Because you don't come across too many real motherfuckers, bro. You don't come across too many people that you can consider a friend. You don't come across that shit. Even just, even just going back to like relationships, like like dealing with women, should I say? You like like dating. You know, I feel like if you're out here in the dating world and you jumping around from you know guy to guy or from girl to girl, whatever it is, um, if you dealing with, let's just say you're dealing with somebody, um, and you guys have like a, you guys are going strong. You you thinking like, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, and just say one day things change. You know, instead of like ghosting that person, because we're in this we're in this generation of like ghosting people, and and we look at it as being cool, like it's like oh I ghosted you, like, and we 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 brag about ghosting people. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? I don't think that's cool, bro. Like I, like if you if if you're a guy out there, man, and you dealing with this girl, you you this girl this girl is is you know feeling you, you know you guys have a strong a strong bond. And one day things may change. That's just life. Things change. You know, we we have different, you know, desires and shit. You know, as time goes on, man. If you don't want to deal with that girl no more, hit her up and be like, yo, let's go to dinner or something. Like, I want to talk to you. Go to dinner and have a real talk with her and tell her why you you feeling this way. Tell her why you don't want to deal with her anymore and what it is that made you feel this way. 
and give her a chance to maybe fix it or and just give her the respect to, to let her know what it is that makes you want to ghost her instead of just ghosting her and then next thing you know next week she dies or something or she has cancer and you just like fuck you feel like a piece of shit you just never know because we don't really think like that we don't think like oh you know this made this conversation this 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 conversation that i'm having with her might be the last and you always have to take that into consideration yeah definitely. always like you if you did something if you if you if you a lady listening you there's this guy that you like and Y'all was rocking and shit. One day, shit changed on your end. Tell him. Give him. Tell him why you're feeling this way. Don't just don't just ghost him and block him and just do him dirty and just leave him sitting there. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. That's that's fucked up. Cause that that person cared about you. That person cares about you, and we we're so disposable with people that really care about us. That person may have done something that they didn't realize. Tell him. Give him a chance to say sorry. Give him a chance to try to fix it, you know, if you want that. But if not, if you don't want it, if you really just you want to move on to something else, just tell him that and just be like, yo, we're still cool. If you need to talk to me about anything, we could talk, but it just can't be on that level. Okay, yeah. We got to do that with people, bro, because you just never know the last time you made. Because I've heard so many girls and I've heard it's, it's mainly girls because, you know, we be out here dying and getting shot and shit. You know, I've heard I've heard so many girls talk about, yeah, this guy, he he wanted he was trying to get at me. He was so sweet. He was trying to get at me. He wanted to take me on dates. He he wanted to be with me. And I just didn't want to be with him. And like a month later, he got killed. I felt so bad. And then they start posting the the, un, the the messages that he sent her. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. You might it might be this dude right here that's trying to talk to you. He may really genuinely care about you as a person. We just think that, you know, in, in the way that we think now, we think like, especially girls, you know, or even guys, you know, we always think somebody trying to finesse us. Yeah. We always so, so caught up in somebody trying to play us or somebody trying to finesse us. We're so worried about that to where we treat people that may genuinely care about you wrong. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to do better with that aspect, with that aspect of things, man. Yeah. Um. I I want to say that you know the the key message is do not squander time. Mm-hmm. Do not squander. Some of you are sitting on projects, sitting on ideas, sitting on concepts. You might have a business model written up. You you know you might have started writing the first two three lines of a, of a, of a script mm-hmm. or a TV pilot or. You know, you you might have bought all your materials for um, you. You want to start painting and doing things like that, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, you you got all the all the books and all, all the information about selling real estate or whatever the case may be. But you 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 just keep saying, "I'm gonna do it next week or next month or whatever." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't went out and bought all your uh, all your 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 fresh fruits and your veggies. And your quinoa and whatever, because you finna start this diet or whatever mm. you finna start, but you finna start Monday because Super Bowl Sunday, and you don't want to not you don't want to miss out on your pizza. Mm-hmm. Don't squander time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every day that we don't do what we're supposed to do on our purpose, every every week that goes by, 
every month that passes, we're just wasting time. And we we are all here for a finite amount of time. I could tell you right now, 100%, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to die. We're all going to die. We're all going to die, money. We just don't know when. We don't know when. But we need to be working continuously to achieve the goals that we set for ourselves that may have been set for us even by our parents, uh-huh. other people, supporters, you know what I mean? Mentors. And we all have a, a, a God-given purpose. And we need to be working towards finding that and then fulfilling that, uh-huh. you know. I have a saying I like to say, which is, I'm about my father's business. Uh-huh. I mean, a holy father, money up in heaven. I'm about my father's business, meaning I'm what what I'm what I'm here to do. I, I believe that I was put on this earth to entertain people mm-hmm. and to give people art, and so that's why I have a podcast, and that's why I've done comedy, and that's why I've done acting, and that's why it's kind of how I always feel. I feel that right. Yeah, I felt the same way. I feel like I'm put on this earth to like give out art, you know, some type of art form, right? Some expression of yeah, you know cre- what I'm yeah. Cre- you know, be creative, right? Yeah, and put out content, and so that that's why I always put out content and. Have I made? Have I become world famous? Have I become a millionaire off of this? Not yet. No, not but yet. I, I'm about my father's business, man. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just continue to do what I do, and I just believe that at a certain point in time, that that recognition will come. But what, the main thing I don't want to do is 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 just sit on my hands, and sit idle, sit dormant, and, and and don't do anything because I would hate for me to die, and I get up to heaven. And I have a conversation with God, and he asked me, why did you waste your time? Uh-huh. Why did you waste your talent? Uh-huh. If you ever seen the movie of Bronx, I feel like I quote this movie every episode we do, but Robert De Niro said the, the worst thing in the world is wasted talent. You know, never waste your talent. If you're wasting time and you're not using your talents, you're wasting talent. You're yeah, wasting sure. time. Yeah. That's a sin. Yeah. That's a sin. Literally. It's really a sin? That's too. a sin, man. Is it really in the Bible or is it? Just- that's that's a, that's literally that's a sin, man. It's mm. in the word. Wasting man. your passion. Can't do it. Wasting a talent. Can't do it. What if there's people that are talented, but it's not their passion? Do you, what do you think about that? I, I think there are people that have talents that they're not passionate about. Passionate about, but that's a sin. No, well, what what I would say is that is that in in, in that instance. Whatever you are passionate about, you need to be working towards that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I think you, I think you should be working towards your talent. I feel like if you're talented at something, you need to capitalize on. I that. mean, yeah, certainly, certainly. But I mean, if your mind isn't there or your heart isn't in it, then you know you need to be pursuing whatever it is that you are passionate about. You mm-hmm. know? But let's not be wasteful of time, man. Let's not just sit idly by and just let the days just roll on. Let's not uh, quite uh, clock in to the white man's uh, punching clock every day. Uh-huh. For work for four hours, take an hour lunch, go to Chipotle, get a bowl, brown rice, chicken. Uh-huh. What's the thing with the avocado? Guacamole. Guac. Yeah. Cheese. That red salsa. Mm-hmm. And then talking about you want a diet coke, mm-hmm. and you done loaded up all the carbs on your 
burrito, but you eating light, and then go back to work another four hours, and then go home and watch America's Got Talent, mm-hmm. and go to bed, and then get up and do the same do the thing same again. Over again. What are we doing? What are you doing? What are we doing? And we gonna do that till what? <clears throat> till the time to retire. Till the time to retire, and then just wait to die. When you get you when you get up there, you gotta you gotta answer questions. He's gonna ask you, "What We're did trying. you do with the time that I gave you on the earth?" I want to know. So, I think about that. I do too. I think about that. Mend your relationships, man, that are broken. Tell think, people you love them, man. Please, please. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You said tell people you love them. Tell them you yeah, love for them, sure. man. For sure. No matter what, even if you hate that person, even if y'all fell out, not hate, but. Even if you fell out with a person, don't don't have this whole like I hate that person. I don't fuck with that person. I don't, that because you know that energy takes more out of you than just to say you know what I love that person, man. But it just ain't for us. It just ain't you know we just had a bad fallout. You know, try to fix it. Try to try to like tell that person like look, I know we had our differences, but I love you. Straight up, you you because because really. No matter who you, no matter what happened, you know, with, with you and that person, that person made you a better person. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. You learned a lesson. Each, each interaction we have with, with somebody, um, you get something out of it. And that's what we don't realize. We always think, damn, it was a waste of time. Damn it. It really wasn't a waste of time. You got something out of that person. And that was a, le- it could have been a lesson. Um, it could have been, you know, just just help through a certain time. You know what I'm saying? You you gain something. So tell that person, like, look, I know, you know, we had our differences and we go on our certain ways and shit like that. But, you know, I love you. Um, it's always love. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate every, I appreciate you for everything. Tell them that. And, and that'll make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, It'll man. make you feel better instead of being like, nah, fuck that, fuck that. And you walk around mugging that person every time you see them. And it takes more energy out of you because to, to hate someone and to not fuck with someone, you have to think about them a lot. And everything that that, everything that, that person does that is positive is going to bother you. Yeah. Because if you hate this person, if you got a problem with this person, if that person says, I don't know, there's somebody you work with, they get a promotion. And you on the other side of the office looking at that person get a promotion, you're going to be hurt. Yeah. You're going to be hurt because you're going to be like, damn, he got that promotion. I want to see that motherfucker fail. So you really just hurting yourself by hating the motherfucker. You by hating, you hurting yourself. So just love and tell people you love them no matter what. Tell people that thank you. Yeah, man. Show appreciation. Show appreciation for everyone that you come across, man, because I feel like you learn something and you gain something from everyone. And, and yeah, I think it's important to try to ma- maintain um, um, relationships and stay stay visible in, in, in people's lives, the, the ones that you care about. You know, um, I, I call my father every day on the phone. He's in Texas. I can't see him, but I call him every day, um, you know. I talk to my mother every day. We if we don't talk on the phone, you know, I text her just to see how our day is going. And you know, just just my parents, but like you know, I stay in contact with my guys because like I'm in California. 
you know, all the other guys that I grew up with, my homies, during some of them back home in Miami, some of them out in Vegas, Texas, they are New York. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can't, I can't see them, but I, I, I tap in. Mm. I call them on the phone. We, I have group chats and all this type of stuff. We're texting, we're talking, we're, we're in communication. Um, I just want to sustain and, and maintain the relationships. And I, I reach out to people. When people cross my mind, this is a good practice that y'all should do. When people cross my mind, I, I text them mm -hmm. or I call them. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you're not hitting people up because you want something from them. A lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. They hit you up when they're like, oh, I'm going to be in town and I know you got a place to stay. Oh, hey, man, how you been? You need a favor, bro. Yeah. I don't hit people up asking for no, asking for no favors and no bullshit. I hit them up and say, hey, hope everything's good. Just saying, what's up? Just tapping in. Just mm -hmm. saying, oh, Bree, man, I was just thinking, da, 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 da. you don't even know what's, you know what I'm saying? I done hit people up and they going through shit. Mm -hmm. And then they want to tell, you know what I'm saying? They like, man, thank you for reaching out because da, 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 da. I didn't hit people up and they said, man, I was just going to hit you up because you was on my mind about da, da, da. Okay. So, it, it, you know, we can spawn a whole conversation and get into all these other things just by just reaching out to somebody and say, hey, hope you have a good day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Enjoy your day. Um, or, hey, just saying, what's up? Or you can ask them, hey, how you doing? Everything good? Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be. But, again, it's just important to just reach out and talk to folks because you just never know when it will be the last time mm -hmm. and you'll have an opportunity to speak with them or they'll have yeah. an opportunity to speak with you. So I lost my auntie recently. Okay. And I lost my grandma recently. Oh, well, no. My grandma wasn't recently. My grandma was seven years ago. Okay. I was about 20. When did you lose your aunt? My aunt was like a couple months ago, a few months ago. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I think All it was right. around maybe a little bit before Thanksgiving. Or mm. after things, it wanted to. Um, and you know, it's like I think about times like that. You know, it's like I didn't get to like say anything and you know hug her and you know. And now I gotta I gotta think about that. That 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 shit that shit is with me. You know, it's like when I think of like my auntie when my when I hear my mom talk it's because that's this is my mom's sister. Sister, right? When I hear my mom talk about her, I can't even. I can't even get it emotional or feel like um, I can't even feel for my mom as much because I wasn't as close with my auntie because I didn't tap in and, you know, I didn't call. You know, it's like regardless, you know, that's that's family. You know what I'm saying? And that, if that that person affect affected my mom, then that's important. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's just one of those things to where it's like you do got to tap in with your folks, man. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important. And I, I think that's something that personally I have to work on too because I, I have um, kind of, I'm kind of distant from my family outside of my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. you know, and. Uh, Me too, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of distant from them and I don't have a great relationship or a great rapport with my other family members, like uh, my cousins and aunts and you know uh you know these other family members i have i'm not i'm not very very close with them you know uh, i see them when i go down for thanksgiving i eat a meal with them and then that's it you yeah. know so it's like 
again, you know, it's, it's about sustaining and maintaining these relationships. And, you know, fa family uh, is important. Now, a lot of times I look at my friends as my family. Uh -huh. And that could be the case uh, for some of us or a lot of us. But, you know, it, it is still important because, like you said, um, like my aunt, uh, my mother's sister, I'm not close with her. We don't have any relationship or anything like that. Yeah. But if she passed tomorrow, I would be like, damn. You'd be like, fuck. Like, you don't have really much. Like, that's cold. Yeah. So, but um, I think you know it it it, it is good to uh, at least try to establish something, um, so you do have that 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 point of reference, I guess, with with the individual, but um, also the people that you are close with, to is even more important for you to to maintain communication with them and to let them know how you feel, because mm -hmm. sometimes we walking around, hanging around people, being around people, we never communicated. How we felt about the person, mm -hmm. and you—it it could mean all the world to them for you to just say something out of your mouth that, you know, it, it's just how you feeling on your heart. But it could really affect whoever you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? Be like, man, bro, if you, you said that, if you ever real. just if you hanging out with your partner, bro, and you say like positive things to your friend, like, oh, bro, you, hey, man, you you a cool nigga, bro, you really a cool nigga, like, da 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 da. Or just even, you know, whoever, you know, you just, yo, you you cool as shit. Like, you, you, I appreciate this. I appreciate you in my life, you know, because you've done this. And, bro, that should be changing a whole motherfucker, like, feeling. To, like, you may elevate your relationship with that person yeah, yeah, to sure. the next level just by simply saying, like, bro, you my nigga. I love you, bro. Like, I fuck with you. Like, you a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may elevate your whole relationship with a motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. Just off saying something simple like that, you know, that person may really like. Yo, I fuck with you. Like, and you just elevate. You just elevated your whole friendship. Your whole, you know. It, you know, another thing is too, because you know, it, it, it. You know, in the midst of us, you know, saying that, you know, you definitely it's definitely important to communicate and tell people how you feel. Actions speak louder than words. Actions mm -hmm. speak louder than words. And again, I got to go back to this. When my brother passed, um, I'm, we made a GoFundMe mm -hmm. for his funeral because obviously they, it came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, wow, like we got to do this right now. And, you know, if you've ever buried somebody, you know, it's a very, it's a huge expense, mm -hmm. you know? And um, took out a GoFundMe. And it, it it was it was really amazing to me, man, because like his friends, the people that he knew, I mean, you know, they uh, some of them came out to the uh, the wake, uh, the viewing, or you know, the funeral itself and things of that nature. But it wasn't like a lot of them had much to contribute to to that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But a lot of my friends who many had never even met my brother because like I said, we didn't really hang out together or do things together. So they, they, they had probably, if you wasn't, if you hadn't been to my house at a certain time period, when my brother was in the house, cause he was in and out so much, you might not even never seen him or even, even aware I had a brother. So on the strength of just the relationship that people had with me, they gave and they came out to the, to the wake and the funeral and stuff like that. And, it blew me away because I so it it, it it let me know it showed me 
how much the people I knew cared for me because it wasn't even me. It wasn't like Bree Pass, let's go do this. It's my brother who you may not even met, but the love for me was so strong mm -hmm. that people reached in their pocket, mm -hmm. man. And that's the toughest thing to do. Everybody can tell you they love you all day long. But, Most people yeah. don't want to tap their pocket. Mm -hmm. And the guys that I grew up with, my guys, they they <clears throat> they tapped their pocket mm -hmm. and they put money on it mm -hmm. and said, yo, Bree, out of love, take this for you, for your mama. Y'all need this? Here. And them guys, they could call me for anything, bro. Mm -hmm. I got them. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I needed, when my back was against the wall and I was in the lowest of part, the lowest level of my life, they was there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I just, and, and that's the thing too. We got to acknowledge people money we got to reciprocate the energy and we got to pay it forward people have done stuff for us and we and some a lot of us think that well we got we got over on them you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like they did that and yeah that was cool whatever what how did you pay it back mm -hmm. how did you reciprocate where did the retribution come in at mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like so and so did xyz for you what you did for them mm -hmm. you know and you so you got to give it right back and um you know, I, I'm still, you know, this, this happened three years ago and I still um, think about it to this day and I'm still thankful for the relationships that I built with these people. And I knew it also let me know that I was a stand up guy, because if you ain't a stand up guy, when you're back against the wall, you don't see nobody around you. Mm -hmm. They gone. Mm -hmm. But if you a stand up guy, people will recognize that and say, you know what? Th that's my boy. You was always there for me. You never did me no wrong. We never had no, you know, whatever. If we had an issue, we... We squashed it, whatever the case may be. But when you're going through this, I'm going to be there for you. Uh -huh. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, and people people know that about me. You know, Amani, you know if you're in a jam, you can call me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, and I'm coming. You know yeah, what I'm absolutely, saying? absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm coming sure. to help you. Likewise. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. Though. You know what I mean? Likewise. Sure. Right, yeah. right. So, you know, we, we had that relationship. But it's because over years, there's been times where, I might have needed you, or you might have needed mm -hmm. me, and 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 it was like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, absolutely. and that was it. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we we established our relationship that way. But we when when you really are down and out is really when you are gonna see who really got your back, man. And you gotta honor those people, man. You gotta honor those people to the day you die. I promise you, it's the most mm -hmm. important thing, man. I think I think y'all y'all really gotta understand that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't don't be um. Don't be so quick to dispose of people, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, honor just the ones who've done right. you People just disposing of people just because of one scenario. It's like this motherfucker, your whole friendship been doing nothing but looking out, you know, showing love, you know what I'm saying? Just because you didn't agree with something or just because you felt like, oh, you know, I ain't feeling it no more. You just want to dispose of a motherfucker. It's like it's not cool. It's just to me, I just don't understand it. <laughs> If you had a motherfucker in your corner that cared about you, that came through and was giving you suggestions on here, I can help you with this, and you know I can, you know if you need this, let me know. And you just when 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 shit ain't the same, you just want to dispose of that motherfucker like uh, like a like a like a baton or something. You know what I'm saying? You, it's just crazy. Like I, I don't really get it. So if you got a motherfucker like I said in your corner, man, and they. They looking out, bro. Just, just, just rock, rock with that person. If if y'all have a little small disagreement, fix it. 
because it's gonna come a time to where that person may not be here no more. And what you gonna do? You gonna walk around this motherfucker? You ain't gonna go to a funeral or something? What you gonna go to the funeral and 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 really in the back of your head you gonna sit there and be fake acting like you love this person so much, but really you fell out with the motherfucker over something dumb? Yeah. And now the person ain't even here no more, and you over here acting all sad and shit. Come on, man. So, I'll go ahead. And I was gonna say, I mean, show support. Yeah, show support, man, to you, to your people. You know what I mean? Especially if they've done it for you. Again, get that energy right back. You know what I mean? Um, Amani, we were at the. Uh, we were at the, we were at the game concert. Oh yeah, we forgot on, to recap on, that on Saturday. Yeah, all right. And um, I love the game. Yeah, by all means. Um, and uh, yeah, I was happy to see him. I enjoyed the show. I had seen this previous show that he did uh, at the Novo, and so caught this one as well. But I was there in support of the Yodis. Absolutely, absolutely. I was in, I was in there to support those guys. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All respect to the game, but yeah. like. That's really the reason why I was there. Right. I wouldn't have went to the... I personally just wouldn't have went to the game concert. Yeah, I mean, if, like, if I was going to go to the game concert, I would have had my ticket months yeah, ago. Yeah, you know yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hit, I hit you with some last minute shit. Yeah, it was very last minute. Yeah. Literally bought the ticket at the box office. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Um, surprised they had tickets available. That was pretty cool. But anyway, um, yeah, I was, I was there to support those guys. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because... Um, I go to the shop. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of the shop, mm -hmm. right? And those guys have always sold me love, mm -hmm. you know? And um, it, it, it's just about putting that energy right back out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if we homies, if we cool, and, and, and you're doing something, and, and I have the time, and, you know, and I, and, I, and I got a few dollars in my pocket that I could put towards it, why not? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Exactly. I was more than happy to do that. I went, man. I had other, I had other plans I was supposed to really? do. Really? Okay. Yeah, but I was like, I'm like, bro, I'm with these motherfuckers every day. Yeah. I'm with them every day. I'm with them more than I'm with anybody, anybody else. Anybody? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I gotta go to this. Like, it's the show in L.A. You know, uh, I had to go to that. You Got know you. what I'm saying? Because it's it's just like. You just know what you gotta do as a friend. You yeah, know what I'm that's yeah. See, see. You just yeah. know what you gotta do. Right. You know, if you if you if you don't know what you gotta do, then you gotta do some real evaluation, soul like, searching. Yeah. You gotta do some real soul searching if you just don't know what you gotta do as a friend. Got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we do have a certain innate and inherent responsibility as a friend, and like I said, it comes back to support. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back back up your guys, man. You know yep. what I'm saying? Anything my guys are doing, like. I'm with it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it 100. I, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to blow. I wanted to pop. And you know, I, everything that I've done over the years. I used to um, do more comedy shows, the improv. There was nights I had 30, 40 people in there. Mm -hmm. So many people just wanted to come out and just like, yo, Bri, I just want to see you. Yeah, for like sure. they, just, yeah, they were so happy yeah. to Hell do yeah. it. Oh yeah, they loved it. You know, and and when you about to perform there again? Um, I I, I need to do something soon because I've been working on some material. Uh -huh. In the midst of me writing this this album, yeah, favorite ain't fair, but I've, I've been writing comedy material too. So okay. I need I need to I need to do that okay. sooner than later. To be honest with you, yeah. talk about not squandering time, right? Yeah. But I am. But I'm working on the favorite ain't fair project, and actually, I've already named my second project, mm -hmm. which is gonna be called 
All is fair in love and war. Nobody steal that title, please. <laughs> the, nobody take that. That is that is. Hurry up and get that patent. That's my that's my second uh my second project. I'm gonna try to put. I, I, I'm gonna put out two. I'm gonna put say it right now. I'm gonna put out two projects this year. So the first one's gonna be Favor Ain't Fair, and then the second one is gonna be All's Fair and Love and War. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that shit sound very cinematic to me. So I like it. Mm-hmm. I was very pleased with myself when I came up with that. Hell yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it's man, that, that's uh, that, that that's free game for today, man. I don't want to beat a dead horse with with, with that, but y- y'all, y'all, you know, I don't want to belabor the point. Yeah, but uh, I feel like we got our point across with y'all. That's it, man. That's it. So you know, as soon as you finish this podcast, man, text somebody and call somebody and tell them you love them, you miss them, you hope they are right, hope they have a good day, care about them, you care you about know, them, you know, you appreciate all they did for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drop the beef, forget about it. You know what I mean? It's over with. Let's bygones be bygones. Bury the hatchet, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And it wasn't personal. Move forward. It wasn't. It it it, it was nothing. You know, nothing that, that we that none, we, none that we can't yeah. move forward from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Let's 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 chalk this one up, man. Let's, yeah, let's man. You know what I'm saying? And um, try to get get it right back. And of course, man. R.I.P. Kobe, man. Yeah. You know, back Kobe, to the man. point here, but you know what I'm saying. So um, RIP the legend. You realize that Great. we were in LA for both the passings of Kobe and Nipsey Hussle, bro, within that, a year. That's that's insane. We're in and the city. That two LA legends, and yeah, for me to be here, and you know, for 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 you know, for for us to be in the city, it's a different type of because I'm talking to people in Miami and other places or whatever, and they talking about Kobe or and last year talking about Nip, but they want to know. What's really going on out here? Because I know I'm out here. In yeah, LA. this is I'm this like, is the land right here. I'm this like, is the man, land of the day Nipsey died. I was on my way to a uh, to a Gunna uh, show at uh, in at the House of Blues in Anaheim, and the energy when I got to the House of Blues was like it was crazy because everybody was just talking about Nip. Like you know, you just felt that yeah. in the audience. Did and, that affect the show? Yeah, I mean. When Gunna came out, he acknowledged it because Gunna had a relationship with Nip, and so he told everybody to put the cameras up and uh, put the lighters up in the air and everything like that. And you really, you felt it, man. Like you felt his absence, you know. Mm-hmm. But but you but you felt. Uh, I, I should say, uh, you you felt his uh, you felt his presence there in 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 the room as far as just how impactful he was to everybody. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I would have felt that same thing if I was at a gunner show in Atlanta or, you know, DC or Miami or somewhere else. But being here in LA, the home of Nip, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. And um it was it was it was very bittersweet. Um yesterday watching the Grammys um, because Nip won two awards, mm-hmm. won two Grammys, man. So congratulations to Nip and Lauren and, you know, everybody, all money in, family and all that, you know. Um, congratulations to the team. But, yeah, it was kind of crazy because Nip, he he reached the, the highest level of achievement as far as music is concerned mm-hmm. is to win a Grammy. It's everybody's yeah. dream, every musician. By the way, being a musician is the greatest job in the world. I want everybody to know that. Being a musician is the greatest job in the world. But um, 
you know, Nip won. Khaled went up and, and got the award, and you know, Nip's whole family and you know crew was behind him and everything like that. It was it was beautiful, John Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was beautiful to see the performance. It was great. I love what they did. Meek Meek did his uh, letter to Nipsey um, record with with Roddy Rich, and then um, then they went over to Khaled and, and John Legend to do that the higher joint and. Um, yeah, man, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then at the end of it, they sh- on the screen they show Nip, and then they show Kobe right yeah, next yeah, to him. Yeah. And man, I it really gave me goosebumps, man. It warmed my heart seeing that. And I was like, man, I just wish Nip was here to just walk up on stage and get that award. That would have been so big for, not to say it isn't now, but it would have been so big to just be able to see him there and just re- what he represents to, yeah. to to Crenshaw to to South Central to L. A. to Cali as a whole, man. And yeah. That it was that was just amazing, but you know, um, I, I feel like he was there in spirit, man. So again, R.I.P. Nip, R.I.P. Kobe, two L.A. legends, and money. We was here to see it both. Yeah. You know? Let me ask you something. Yeah. So yesterday when Kobe passed, this is something. This is just an observation that gotcha. I kind of made. Um, maybe it's just me. Yesterday, did you feel a type of way when after Kobe passed all day yesterday? Did you feel a type of way that people? Uh, did you feel the type of way towards people that were posting selfies and shit, <laughs> like, uh, I, and flexing? I, I didn't post you know, money and all that shit. Yeah, you know what? Well, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see um t- too too much of that yesterday. Um, personally, but I mean, I seen girls posting selfies. So I was like, man, get your ass up off the Instagram, get your booty off the screen. Kobe just passed. What the fuck you yeah, trying I mean, to chase likes for? Yeah, we don't we don't need that. Like we didn't it, need that yesterday. We got to turn it off at a certain point. Yeah, but you know people. You know, I don't know. It just made. I was like, get the f- no, I want to see this shit. I got you. What what I what I what I saw and what I knew was coming as soon as I heard he passed. Well, not as soon, but probably about once it, once it kind of sunk in that he had passed. Maybe thirty minutes to an hour after I found out, I said, oh man. I know what these people are going to do. And they're probably already doing it right now. What? These people are going to bring up that rape case. Somebody did. It was uh, one uh, one rap one white dude. He was a comedian. And he he I don't know if he was serious, but he was like, "Oh, uh you you got yours today or something like that." You didn't see that? I didn't see it. Oh man, let me play this shit real quick. Let me play this shit, man. Cause it's crazy. Cause I was like, bro. What but I, I, I did see as you're pulling that up. I did see a lot of, um, you know, quote unquote feminists, mm-hmm. black feminists, and all this type of stuff, um, who you know were bringing up the rape allegations. And uh, you know, I'm gonna let y'all have it. But Kobe raped a girl, and da 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 da, da blood, and this is. I'm like, Man. so that means that he's he's deserving of dying in a plane crash with his daughter. These I people, swear I are, hate people sometimes. Yeah, it's like I love them, but I hate them, bro. People just be doing stupid shit. I'm gonna play this. Yeah, who is this talking? I don't know. It's it's some 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 comedian. Like hate pain in the world. It's always a bunch of terrible stories. And every once in a while, there's a good story. A good story comes out. The guy who got away with rape got his today. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. 
maybe he wouldn't have raped that chick in Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like, come on, bro. And you know, I, there, there, there's gonna be people that you know they're gonna just spew negativity and hatred. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that dude, he looked like a white dude. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get going on my usual tonight. All right, Amani. What about the white lady that said "nigger" on TV? Because I'm seeing her getting ate up right now on the net. Yeah, she said she was trying to say she 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 conflated. She put them together. She conflated Knicks. And Lakers. And Lakers. And she said Nakers is what she, she said. She said Nakers or Nickers. Nick Nick Nickers. Nickers. <laughs> Nickers is what she was I, I, I don't I don't think she meant Nickers. to say nigga though. I don't think so either, but <laughs> I don't, he, here's, here's what it I'll didn't say. even go with the like listen, what? let me play that real quick. We're gonna play that. Because if you really listen, you hear the Nick. You didn't hear Nig. You hear Nick. But, you know, people were trying to, you know, he was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles niggers. You, you heard, you heard, <laughs> you heard knickers, right? Oh, buddy. Am I tripping? I oh, heard uh, knickers. Oh, hold on, buddy. play it again cause, just so we can hear it clearly. <laughs> so funny. I heard, I heard, I heard knickers. Oh, it sounded like niggers, no, though. That's so funny to me. Star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles niggers. Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. The kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles niggers. Ooh, I don't know. The more I listen to it, I keep. Uh, uh, money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a white woman I was talking. It was. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna go on my usual tirade. So um, <laughs> tonight, she said. She said she meant to say. N- Nakers, but spelled uh, N A K E R S. I would never say that, and she's a liar for that. She she said the she the, said she said the N word. Like I know I'm saying she said it right there, but she said the N word in her life. She said she would never say that. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, that's a huge she, lie. She said it before. I'm not saying that she meant to say it in that moment, but she definitely has said it. For sure. So, do you think so? All right. Yeah. What is truthfully? Because yeah. I've been. She's getting ate up. They're signing petitions. They're signing. They, there's a petition out right now, and probably in somebody's link, and, and they somebody link in the bio to get her fired. Do you think that she really said nigger? Because it didn't even go with the sentence. It was like, what is she? She said the organization of the Los Angeles niggers. What the fuck? Who's going to flagrantly... Come on, bro. Um, I have no defense of that woman. If she get fired, I don't Yeah, she get fired, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, you know I'm not going to defend her. She's but. probably said some other foul shit before. Yeah. So. Um, Buddy's saying that, you know, a, a rapist got away. He himself has probably done some rapey shit. He yeah. probably done raped two or three. When people start doing stuff like that, they're, they're happy that the attention, the spotlight's on somebody else yeah, and not them. Yeah, yeah, if sure. we were actually to look into whatever the fuck he's been doing, there's probably about four women right now that could tell me that, tell us that 
he sexually assaulted them. He raped them. He did something inappropriate. He pulled his dick out of it. He looked like one of them type of people that would do that, that fuck shit. So yeah. we we not worried about But here's here's my thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Money. What we can't do right now is worry about what other people said and did or saying and doing. I'm hearing people with a lot of commentary about, oh, yeah, so-and-so this, and I hope y'all that, and this, that. Fuck all that. You deal with the emotion and your personal feelings about what Kobe meant to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what a comedian said, mm-hmm. what some white lady on TV said, what the man down the block. and I, I don't care. I, 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 I have an understanding with them myself, and I'm taking away what I want to take away from the, the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about outside noise and money and we mm. i think we spend too much again going back to time we spend too much time worried about who said what and then putting our energy into getting upset about that yeah put your energy into one being sending sending prayers out and positive energy to this man's family and then two understanding what are you going to do with your life because we have a great understanding right now that it's short mm-hmm your life, could, you could have died at 13. Mm-hmm. And see, some of y'all ain't spiritual, but I'm going to talk spiritual for a I'm minute. I'm very spiritual. Give God the glory. Thank you, Jesus, every morning for another day on mm-hmm. this earth. You could have died at 13. Mm-hmm. You could have died. You could have died yesterday. And you're today listening to this podcast. Give God the glory every day. Y'all worried about the wrong things. Don't worry about who said what and what this one's talking about, this anchor and this person and the person on IG. Don't worry about none of that shit. Worry about your relationship with the people that are around you. Worry about your relationship with your work. Worry about your relationship with With God and yourself. A hundred percent. It don't worry about the rest of this shit. I could give a worry fuck what anybody says about anything at this point in my life. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care because it's not pertinent to my day-to-day comings and goings and what I have to do. I'm about my father's business. Mm-hmm. Focus on your purpose. All that energy y'all got towards this anchor, take that and put it towards purpose. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't get it. Like I, I, I It pisses me off. He's like, y'all want to bash this lady so bad like man leave that shit who alone. cares who cares who cares if she said niggers naggers nakers 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 i give snickers. the fuck who cares leave that bitch alone man y'all giving her more she gonna capitalize off that attention leave, her, leave that shit alone man motherfuckers love feeding off negative energy i, though, I hate it man i hate i don't turn my attention to negativity bro Mm-mm. i just don't do it i just don't do it i don't care Mm-mm. i do not i don't like Care. negative energy, bro. And the more and the negative energy, energy is like a plant. The more and more you water that shit, the more and more you give it attention, the more and more you 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 pay attention to it, it's gonna grow. If you just leave, if you just leave a plant, if you got a plant and you just let that motherfucker, you don't you don't water it, you don't pay, you don't give it attention, it's gonna die. Energy is like humans, bro. Energy is no different than a living organism. Organ organism. It's no different than a living organism, bro. It's 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 a it's a living thing. Energy's living. It's a, it's alive. If you feed it, you nurture it. It's gonna grow, like just like good energy. But you you could feed bad energy, and it's just gonna get worse. Man, it's just gonna fester. I, I I can't do it, man. I can't do it. You know, a lot of times I'm on. You know, typically I'm always. I you know when I'm out and about, I'm wearing some sort of sports paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, I have no particular team that I follow or no allegiance to any really one team. I just, I like from a style perspective, I just like wearing different logos. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why they call me Big Logo. Logo. Right. If if no one ever knew that. My name is Box, and I'm now going by Box. Box Logo. Logo. Right. Which is a cool name. That's kind of dope. I like that shit. Now, people will come up to me invariably, and whatever team I'm wearing, they will say, oh, fuck that team. I don't like them. I like this team. That's negative energy. They're For trying sure. to start some sort of rivalry. This is a yeah. person I don't even fucking know. They're just walking yeah. up to me yeah. and just talking about whatever. And every time I say, all right, man, take care of yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, it, and every time I'm they're stunned. Mm-hmm. They're just because they're expecting this yeah. back and forth. And I say nothing. Uh-huh. I say, take care of yourself. Yeah. I say, sure. have a good day, man. God bless. Facts. Take it easy. For sure. <laughs> I don't care. You hate the Philadelphia Phillies? I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Cool. <laughs> no, that's that's real. Though. Yes, then? When people say like, oh, that team, I don't like that team. or oh, that, I'm like, look, it's just a jersey. You yeah, know, man. I'm just wearing it for fashion. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know? Take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourself, man. So I sit them on their way. There was a guy, um, when he was at the game show, I had on a Chicago Bulls jacket. And he said, yo, that's a dope jacket, but it's all about the Lakers. I said, God bless you. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah, bro. You got to that shit down. I'm at a rap show. I don't want to talk about basketball. I don't care who your Bruh. team is. I don't care who you like. Bro, I was- I don't uh, know you. I don't care anything about you. When I was at the rap game or when I was at the game show or whatever, it was just a bunch of like gangbangers in that motherfucker, like old school Mexican gangbangers. It was all cool. You know, it wasn't as, nobody tripping. As predicted, right? Yeah, as predicted. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't nobody tripping. It was all, you know, it was all cool. But, you know, certain cats would come up to me talking about certain shit. I'm like, bro, look, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> Don't give me I, I always direct the energy because I'm not the type that's going, I'm not like, bro, get on my face. I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. talk. Like, if you want to, if you nice and you want to talk, I'll talk, you know, but I'm going to direct the energy somewhere else if you're on that bullshit okay <laughs> you know i'm be like look everybody like oh yeah where you uh where you from bro i'm like look i'm from the bay area we do not gangbang so talk to me about something else yeah yeah talk to me about something else bro because we i we don't do that it, 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 there, by the way the energy for sure and people there, don't realize that but there you was a lot that. of there was a lot of ogs in in, in the um, yeah building. There oh. was some young niggas in there too. Some young Mexicans, young essays in there too. It was all Mexican though, for sure. I think I seen one black person in there, but this motherfucker had a Mexican shirt on. He was the one who walked up to. Did you see him walk up to the Yodis? Nah, I didn't. What he was the only nigga in there that I seen. Uh, he walked he up to the Yodis. I don't know. He just said, "Okay, like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck just with y'all." They, like, I, I did like that too. People were coming up to them and saying, yeah. "Yo, I like you know." He took with... some pictures. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I was like, wow. That was dope. They were taking, like, motherfuckers really... Wanted to take pictures with yeah. them, right? Yeah, that shit was hard. I'm like, wow. That shit was hard, man. Yeah. So, very inspirational, yeah, yeah. too, for myself. And, I, and I'm pretty sure other people, but yeah, I, I did I did think that was super dope. Yeah. There was a guy that he kept coming up to you trying to have a conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, that fucking... He was, he was getting on my last nerves just in seeing him talk to you. Mm. At one point, when you were preoccupied, he came up to me mm. and he said... Hey, yo, I could, and I didn't hear what else he said after that, because mm-hmm. I was already on the other side of the club by the time he got to his third word. Oh, so you the type walk away from a motherfucker. 
You know, Amani, you would have died laughing at this. Uh, when I was down in Miami for um, Thanksgiving weekend, we were at, um, oh my God, don't tell me I'm going to forget the name of the spot right now. Uh, damn, what's the name of the spot we was at? Oh my God, I can't even remember it right now. It's not, uh, not Kiki's on the river, but the other fucking spot. Anyway, we was up in Fort Lauderdale. It'll come to me in a second. So we, we was um we was at the spot for Lauderdale and there was a white boy that came up to me and he looked like he was on every drug in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. A little Eminem looking motherfucker. Uh-huh. And he came up to me and he said, Hey yo man, do you and before he got to his fourth word, I had already <laughs> weaved out. <laughs> He was so stunned by the fact uh-huh. that he couldn't get his conversation. He stood there. And then <laughs> I stood a little bit because it was all of us in the group. So I stood like I was standing here that I like went around and I was standing on the other side of the group. Uh-huh. He walked over to me over there. Yeah, yeah. So then I came back this way. So it looked like he was just sort of trailing me around. And I was just leading this thing on a wild goose chase. <laughs> and we were just weaving in and I was like doing a figure eight. <laughs> weaving in and out and he would just fall on me trying to ask me shit. <laughs> and my boys that were noticing what was going on with dying left they like look at this nigga Bree he would not let this cracker talk to him <laughs> <laughs> and then finally he got so tired of playing cat and mouse game with me uh, he just stopped and then he talked to one of my other homeboys and he was like hey man do you, I, he, I don't know what he wanted coker hey man, <laughs> hey man you got coke or anything and they're like man we ain't got none of that shit get the fuck out of here and then finally he left <laughs> and then so then I came back around and then they were like, Bree, man, why the fuck you just ran off with this dude? That <laughs> is funny, boy. I said, man, I don't have conversations that with these people, funny, man. Anytime boy. they try to engage with me, I remove myself from the situation immediately. I don't even yeah. get they will you will never get to your fourth word with me. Yeah. Period. You know, I'm the type, like, I'm the type I I I'll talk. Especially when I'm on that liquor, I'll talk. Right. I'll talk. Like if you if you're not on some bullshit A money? from what? Like, look, even if you are on some bullshit, I'm the type, I will defuse a motherfucker with my words. Right. Like, I, I have a, I have a, I have a, a skill set in being able to defuse any type of bullshit with my words. Okay, I got you. As far as, like, when, when it comes to, like, just defusing beat, when it, just problems. I can got defuse you. some shit to where a motherfucker, oh, I ain't fuck. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna fuck with him. Okay. I ain't gonna fuck with him. Yeah. Now, Amani. Okay, number for the first thing is, what methodology do y'all like better? Like, what's the best course of action? You think it's Amani's situation, course of action to talk to them, diffuse any situations, or maybe just have a cordial conversation with a person? Mm-hmm. Or do you like the Brie Polo route where you just take off and make a beeline as far away from the person <laughs> as you possibly can? I think people going to go with yours. You think for so? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. People not going to go with mine. Because, see, I'm not even like that. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm sober. Yeah. I'm not talking to nigga. I'm not finna talk too much. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know. But when I'm when I'm when I'm off the drink a little bit, yeah, I'll talk, you know. And if I see that you're trying to direct, if you're trying to navigate the energy into like some negative shit, yeah. I will navigate it right back to some positive shit. I'll navigate it back to some cool shit. And then I will like, you know, while I'm doing this, I'm not gonna just sit there and waste my time and talk to some to some 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 idiot. But right. I'm gonna like I'm while I'm talking, keeping the the energy positive because I could tell who be in spots that be on bullshit. They be ready mm. to be on bullshit. Yeah, I could yeah. tell like motherfuckers in their eyes, like okay, this nigga he looking for problems. Right, he's trying to find a problem. He's trying to yeah. find a problem, so I don't give him a problem. Right. 
<laughs> so I'm like, all right, he's looking for problems. I'm not going to give, give him. him a problem. I don't give him a problem. I, I, I talk to him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he try to, try to, you know, niggas be trying to size up. But I have a demeanor about myself to where a nigga won't try to test me because I don't, I don't, I don't. I feel I don't give across that energy. I feel the same exact way about myself. Yeah, I don't give that energy across, so niggas aren't gonna try me. I think that's how I'm able to move around Dolo as much as I do. Because yeah. you know I'm always by myself. You know yeah. that. And um, but I don't have any issues. I was just telling somebody earlier today that I that I, I've never had a fight in a club or anything like that because just, you control your environment. Exactly. Yeah. I, I control my environment. Yeah. Like if if a nigga, if I see cause cause sometimes it won't even be you, bro. It'd just be a motherfucker that just already in their head they just looking for an issue yeah and when you see that you you done got chose for a nigga that's look you gotta know how to navigate through that shit it, it, unless you a nigga that want problems too then, then hey y'all there's y'all niggas go out head there up. yeah yeah there's people out there that want problems too but me i i you know if i'm in a venue i want to know where the bitches at i want to have fun i ain't worried about no nigga bro so I'm instantly like, all right, well, I'm going to defuse this shit because I can see this nigga. I can see it in his eyes that he on some bullshit. So I defuse the situation. And then now the nigga cool, like, bro, I'm going to buy you a drink, bro. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I am. Like, if I could tell the nigga on some bullshit, I would defuse it so much to where the nigga would offer to buy me drinks. He'd be like, bro, I got you, bro. You cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how a nigga yo, be at the end and of the day. You know, yo, I don't know if it's just, I don't know. You tell me if you've experienced this in the Bay. Uh, I don't remember, recall it, recall experiencing it too much in Miami, but out here, it just seems like, I don't know why, but if you seem like a cool nigga, niggas for some reason will want to buy you a drink or yeah. pass you some yeah, weed or something. Yeah, yeah. That shit has happened to me probably 20 times yeah. that, I, that I've been out yeah, here. I've literally just been standing there and then a nigga will come to me like, yo, what you drinking, bro? Yeah. Yeah, what I you think drinking? it's LA. I think it's LA. It's an LA yeah. thing, right? And I'll be I like, nah, man, much. I'm good. No, 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 I got you. I got you. you I didn't you, get that too much in the Bay or like, Right. Nah, I didn't get that too much. But but out here, right? Out here, it's like niggas be. My nigga, I'll never forget. I was at the Red Cup party at Hollywood and Highland. And the nigga, um, I had on a Cowboys jersey and some Jordan 4s. Yeah. I had on the um the Midnight Navy and White 4s. And um this dude said, "Yo, yo, I, yo, I, I like your, I like your fit, man. Like, I like your jersey, I, I like your kicks." And he dapped me up, and I uh-huh. said, "Oh, yo, appreciate you, bro. I dapped him. I'm used to this. People yeah. normally when I'm out and about, somebody will come up to me and comment on something I'm wearing, so I'm used to it. I'm like, okay, yo, bless. I didn't realize the money. He had a, a, a whole crew of niggas behind him. Uh-huh. They each came up one by one, <laughs> and I dapped every one of them niggas." <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck you put on an outfit and six niggas want to dap you and just shake your hand for putting on the fit? I don't know, bro. That's some LA shit. It's some LA shit for sure. Crazy, man. You know, it's it's weird. Like motherfuckers out here, they they it's like they 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 I don't know. They show love, but then again, it'd be weird because it's like because motherfuckers kept coming up to me that night was like, bro, I fuck with that jersey, bro. Yeah, I like that jersey. I'm like. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless. But they, I don't know, man. I, it's I, wild. Yeah. I remember I was at the Novo, actually. It's I cool, though. To, I don't mind it. Like, yeah, nigga, show love. I went to uh, a Jeremiah concert. Um, very good show, by the way. If you ever go get to see Jeremiah, um, check him out. But um, there was a dude. He just comes up to me. And I was there with a chick. Um, but he comes up to me. He's like, yo, smoke this blunt with me. Uh-huh. Niggas don't share weed. Like niggas yeah. want to keep their weed to these. I don't. Yeah. I had no idea. He's like, yo, smoke this blunt with me. So then I was like, oh, all right, yeah, whatever. He was there with his girl too, you yeah. know. what I mean? so, but he's like, yo, so, so we smoking, 
And then after a while, like I, like I passed it to him like twice, and then when he passed it back, he was like, "Nah, you hold that. Like you and your lady, you just smoke. Like y'all good. And keep my weed. Keep, here. keep it." I was like, "What's up with this night?" Like, but it was just off the strength of just I guess he just fucked with me. I don't like for whatever uh. reason. So, um, again, just being a stand up guy, I walk around every day confident. But hey, money. you know, people but, like that though. Yeah. I I applaud people like that for because sure. they just like they they good people like it's like if you see a cool nigga sh shit here bro take my blood because you're a good guy yeah it, I think it's a thing of showing love bro I think that's that's kind of goes back to what we were talking about even in just in that short interaction he felt like yo I fuck with you you're a cool nigga you're take cool my nigga. blood yeah go ahead that goes back to like that in that little moment it was just his little gesture of like yo you cool I fuck with you you deserve this blood. Go ahead. Just like what we were talking about as far as like people in your life telling them you love them and shit. He, I mean, of course you just met him. Right, right, right. He ain't gonna be like, oh, but, bro, he, but, he, you, but he, but he showed, he showed love. But he showed in the moment. He showed appreciation yeah. in the moment by giving you the blunt and, and saying, "Enjoy your enjoy night." Enjoy your yeah. I feel like that is what you got to start doing. So when people come up to me and try to talk to me and show love and shit, I don't, I don't brush them off too much. Depending, unless they're a fucking tweaker, like. If yeah, they just geeking and yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, watch yeah, out. Yeah. But if you kind of normal in a way, but you just like, you just a talkative motherfucker, you just a social motherfucker, I'll talk to you. Amani, um, I don't know if you remember this, but we got on the elevator to go upstairs when we were at the Novo, and then there was a, like a little, like a geeky white kid yeah, that who was, was running yeah, the, the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the elevator, yeah. you know, moderator, so to yeah. speak. And um, you said, yo, how you doing tonight? Yeah. He's like, I'm doing okay. He's like, he's like, how are you? You know, uh -huh. and you were like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, man. Like, you know, like, life really isn't that bad when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and I'm looking at you like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And he said, Yeah, I've been trying to have that kind of perspective. You're right. I've been trying to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like way. I remember me saying that to him, bro. I now that, that you bring was, it up. Yeah, that was so funny to I me. I, now that you bring it up, I Life didn't. I did not really that, that bad, bad when you think about it. Because because for some reason when I was looking at him, that was funny as fuck to me. When I was looking at him, yeah, something had just told me you need to tell him that. Okay, I got you. Something just told me, like, bro, say that to him. And I just said it. And he was like, you could tell when I said it to him, he was like, you know what? You're right, bro. He really did have like, that type of, he really did have that response. It was did, very genuine. Yeah, he was like, you're right, man. I, I've been trying to grasp that. I think, I think you're right, man. And I, I felt like I really may have made a difference in his moment, in that's, his life at that moment. That's crazy. You might have touched the, the door, man, or the elevator, man. Because, you know, it's like we, we see people sometimes that we don't acknowledge them. You know, we don't. We just don't acknowledge certain muff. You gotta. T Some people just want to feel like they're noticed. Like I'm, they're not just a fucking right. body. Like <laughs> some people just want like to feel acknowledged, bro. And some yeah. people just may need that. Yeah, man. Um, my, my mother always gets on me about um, like that very thing. Like she doesn't feel like I like acknowledge people, mm -hmm. and I don't give like. She said people will be into you, but mm -hmm. you won't kind of reciprocate yeah. the the energy and stuff like that yeah. or whatever. You kind of like that. I can see that. You can see it. Yeah. And so she, every time I'm around my mother and we're around other people, mm -hmm. she's like, "Bree, you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta talk more. You gotta say something to people. You gotta. Yeah. They want to hear you say something. Like you know. Yeah. I'm like." And I was thinking, like, people don't want anything from me. They just want me to get up out of their way, which is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I'm always about removing myself from the situation in order mm -hmm. to help people. My mother seems to think that you need to 
talk with people and engage with them in order to help. I don't necessarily think you need to talk and engage so much if that's not your thing. But Got you, you. you acknowledge people. You know, just mm. acknowledge. Like when you see them, what's up, do, do you think you I doing? need to do a better job of that money? Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. I agree with Fair mom. Enough. But right. you know, just like, hey, how you doing, man? Yeah. That's it. Oh, I'm doing well. People, because people be so thrown back when you ask them that. They be like, what the... Oh shit! Like you, that is a wild question. You care about you care about how I'm feeling, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. People be like thrown off on it. Like I'll be even thrown off when niggas be asking me on people asking me how I'm doing. I'll be like, oh shit, I'm good, bro. Like oh shit, and like uh, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? But you gotta do that shit though, man. You gotta you gotta try to you know touch people as best you can. Um, but you know I'm not perfect. You know I still be having my little moments where I don't like talking. Ooh. I have my moments where I don't talk. You don't want to talk. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I have my moments where I'm just not like not trying to talk. So, but I think I, I think I still need to do better at it in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I guess we all are work in progress, man. God is not through with me yet. He is not through with me yet. <laughs> still working on me, and I hope I got enough time to get right the money. Yeah. You know what I'm so, saying? So, um, I did want to uh. Real quickly recap the, the the Grammys just because um I caught so much right and mm-hmm. I just want to gloat about yeah. it. Let's talk about um, these Grammys. But yeah, man, um, best rap album last night went to Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. Um, I said on the podcast that we did the last one we did with her side. Mm-hmm. I made all my Grammy predictions. Uh, I told y'all that the media had been sucking Tyler's dick for about a year now, and that mm-hmm. they were there was no way that he wasn't going to win that award. By all means, who was he, all nominated? He did win. I, I can't remember money, but I knew I did feel like Meek Mill had the best album. Okay, I, um, for that sure was nominated. Meek Mill was better, yeah. and uh, but um, I knew that Tyler would win, and he did. Um, I did say that Nip would win two awards. Mm-hmm. He did. So mm-hmm. again, congrats to him on that. As far as that's concerned, um, Billy Ellish, who I'm not a fan of her music whatsoever. I don't think I really even just listened to her music. Um, like but she did win album of the year, record of the year, best new artist. So she she cleaned house yesterday. Okay. It's so funny because in the past when we've had one artist that have cleaned house at the Grammys, whether it was Lauren, whether it was Alicia Keys, whether it was Amy Winehouse, I was a big fan of those particular artists. This year with Billy, I'm like, uh, there's nothing mm-hmm. there. I realized that um, she's kind of cute though in the face. As I've got kind of cute ass face. That's about all I know about. That's her. how. That's how you. Feel? She's just a cute ass like little goth chick. She got a pretty face. You seen her in the face? I've seen her. Yeah, you don't think so? You I'm not attracted yeah. to her okay. though. But I will say this. Um, you know, in 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 the past, I was more of a fan of quote unquote. White music. In the past. In the past. Rock, pop, yeah. you know, other genres of music. I even used to sing like country songs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I knew them. Okay. Bonnie Raitt, Shania Twain, Garth mm-hmm. Brooks, so on and so forth. I was aware of these records and stuff like that. At this juncture in 2020, I really can only listen to rap music. I hate every other genre of music. Yeah. I feel you. You understand? Yeah. I don't like any other. I I saw uh, Demi Lovato performing some terrible record, and I'm like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And I saw other artists come on stage and just do terrible songs, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this music is terrible. Ariana Grande. I'm like, I hate all of this music. Um, like some of it be cool. Like I think I think the dude Calvin. Uh, what's his name? Fucking Calvin something. He did a song with 
Frank Ocean. Oh, I think I know who you're talking and about. Quavo. Was it that? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. That and you'll find like that. Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. But I still think it's still black music, though. You can't. By and large, of money, I, I just can't. I, I, I realize I can't do it. Like, I, when bro, I was younger. I like, white people music was better back in the it day. It was bro. in the 90s. It was great. Oh, that my loneliness is killing me. Yeah, like that. Like, Britney Spears? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, what? Christina, you know oh, what I mean? Backstreet Insane. Rock music was Nigga. great in the 90s, man. I oh, love, like, shit. I love Guns N' Roses. I love Green Day. Aerosmith, you know, even like corn, uh, Limp Biscuit, you know, this all that shit type of weak shit. Now, I, I can't, I can't support it, man. It just all sounds trash to me. I really, I, I'm so rigid at this point. I only like rap music. I don't like any other genre of music. I no. used to get Limp Biscuit mixed up with Eminem. Okay, I got you, Fredders. Yeah, yeah, Fredders, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was cool. You know, um, Blink One Eighty Two, all those groups of corn, all of them was great, man. Yeah, but. Now it's just I I can only listen to rap Rage music. Is machine, little machine yeah Rage, yeah, yeah man. Rage Against the Machine. A lot of those I, I knew so much rock music back at the time period. Um, but yeah, so it's just not the same no more, huh? It's not the same because I don't even just, hear just dope rock music. I can't even. I'm not even able to like differentiate like rock music now, like new rock music. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know who, like who would be the band. Like, I can't even name you five rock bands right now that are like active. Like, I can't putting out music. Mm-hmm. Like, so that that being said, man, um, do you, you like know. some of these DJs like uh, like Steve Aiko and Nah that, Marshmallow Music and uh, all these I'm guys? Not, I'm not, I'm not into the EDM thing at all. Not me either. I'm not into it, bro. Like, literally, hip hop music. That's it. I'm really not even into rap too much, bro. I'm really not, bro. I'm not a rap guy. I like Larry June. Right. Mozzie. Maybe some other cats. If I do listen to rap music, I'm listening to like Bay Area rap. Got you. But other than that, I'm that's, that's R&B, R&B. R&B. Right. And or, you know, I'm, I, you know, I listen to projects just because I like music. So I'll listen to projects. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, if somebody drops something, I'm listening to it. Just. You know, I'm tapped in with it, but it's just not, it doesn't just stick with me the way that, like, some of these guys I just named in, like, R&B and shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, man, because I I was I was literally, if we had this conversation in 95, I was across all genres. Mm. If we had this conversation in 2000, I was across all genres. But over the last 10, 15 years, I've just become very rigid, you know what I mean? Um, man, like, fuck I, that, right? it's, it's, yeah, I can't do it no more. It's yeah. just... He's just rapping. I, I don't want to hear nothing else. Um, speaking of rap, uh, I did see that um, Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, were at the Rock Nation brunch. Uh-huh. I was very happy to see real niggas at the Rock Nation brunch. I thought that was beautiful. Also, Griselda did perform on Jimmy Fallon. Like, how mm-hmm. the fuck you got underground rap niggas? On late night television. That I wonder was how tra- that happened. That was crazy. Well, you know, they're, shine, they're signed to Shady Records, so okay. Yeah, that was a that was definitely Eminem a shady. Yeah, that was an Eminem mm-hmm. move. You know what I mean? That was that was that was a Shady Records Paul Rosenberg uh, mm-hmm. move. But that was super cool to see them niggas on that um, on that platform. So that was dope. But uh, yeah, the Grammys overall was whatever. Um, but you know, these other acts I can't really get with them, man. I just is not my thing. Congrats to Roddy Rich too because he he won a Grammy. 
Oh, well what, what was his Grammy? With, with the, the record with Nip. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right, so right. that's that's crazy, man. Roddy Roddy's having an incredible like last six months, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like even this month, he had the number one song, mm-hmm. the number one album, and he won a Grammy. Yeah. If you go on his Instagram, you can see the like the numbers and shit just changing. It's the twenty seventh day of the year, mm-hmm. and Roddy Rich has already had a number one album, a number one song. When did the Grammy. album drop? It dropped in like December, I thought. Late December. But it dropped in 2019. Like a, yeah, I think so. Yeah, within the last two months. It, right. It, doing numbers. Yeah, like he like he's having an incredible and this I remember hearing Die Young for the first time and I thought the record was incredible. I think I played it for three days straight nonstop, mm-hmm. just that one song. Didn't change from any mm-hmm. other record to other record. And that's typically what I do when I find a song I really, really like. Mm-hmm. I play it nonstop for about a couple of days straight. Mm-hmm. And I was in love with that record. Still am to this day. Um, first record I played when I when I heard that Nip died as well. Uh-huh. But um, I didn't I didn't predict this. I didn't predict number one album. I'm gonna tell you record. what else I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my prediction with Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich is gonna be the next like big thing next to Drake. I'm not gonna say that he's going to surpass Drake and right. what he's done. Yeah, but I do think he's going to be the next like musical. Um, what would you consider Drake? Like Drake, because you know Drake has just been had he he's he's had the game on lock for ten years, ten years, decade, maybe even longer than ten years. Because I think he, he's been out long. He's been out longer than ten years. Well, so far gone came out in '09, I think. So yeah, we looking at ten years, going on eleven. But he also, I, I also remember hearing that song, brand new. Uh huh. When I was a freshman in high school, bro. Okay. I was a freshman in high school listening to that song. Everything I do is brand new, brand new. And then I think he even had that best you ever had when I was in the ninth grade. Okay, got you. So I think that's about 07. Got you. Uh, so I think Roddy Rich. I you think, think he's going to have that I type think of he, run? I think he can have that run. I'm not saying run? he's going to be Drake because, you know, Drake is just crazy. But right. I think he can have that type of run. I think he can have a 10-year in the game, that's beautiful. Having it on lock because if, if you think about his music, his musical talent, bro, he really is kind of talented, bro. If you think about it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he can sing for sure. He could for real sing though. Does he really play the piano? Because I've seen him on the ground playing the piano. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see, man. That's that's a bold prediction of money. Yeah. Let's see what happens. That's my prediction. Now, um, you did go see the movie Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. 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 Okay, what 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 is uh what is your take on that film, Money? What's um, your uh, what's your review? And what do you give it out of ten? I believe that he. I believe that I give it about. Well, get, tell us what you thought about the movie first. Give us a, re, a recap and a review before you yeah, say the number. So basically, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I you know, but me, I'm I'm not a super tough critic when it comes to that type of stuff. Absolutely. But I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was I thought it was funny. You know, I thought it was cool how they did it as far as you know, I'm I, I was just I was just so glad they didn't try to have Martin and Will on there like trying to act like they were still young or try to paint them as like these young guys that are still They you know, acted their literal They acted age their literal the age. Oh, gotcha, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they acted as if like it was like real time. So that was cool. I thought everything was cool. I, I liked it the little plot twist at the end, you know. Um about how he that was his son, shit like that, and you know that I thought that was cool. They could have did better with 
making him look like Will a little bit better. Okay. Um, it was cool for what it was, you know, because I knew I didn't go into it knowing and thinking that it was going to be like Bad Boys that came out 17 years ago. Right, right. So I knew it was going to be something different. Um, the, there was two things I did not like that may have dropped my rating for the movie. Gotcha. And that was the fact that they kept singing the Bad Boys shit. They kept doing that Bad Boy, Bad, bad Boys. boys. What you doing? And they do? kept saying Bad Boys for life. Bad Boys for life. That was trash. Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, they didn't have to do that. They could have just kept that at the end or something. Um, I also did not... I also did not like the ammo squad. <laughs> like they could have just left the whole ammo squad. I just did not like them little young like influencers. Like you could tell they just look like Instagram influencers trying to be cops. Did uh did Vanessa Hudgens do anything for you physically? No, she didn't do anything. I got you. She didn't do nothing. Yeah. I I wanted somebody, I wanted like cops a little bit more serious. Got you. You know, I thought the I thought the film kind of seemed a little like jokey joke a little bit more because most of the other bad boys were a little serious. They were funny, but they were serious. You get what I'm saying? This one was a little more like it was just like little young Instagram kids flying drones and shit. Like I didn't really like that. Um, they could have left the ammo squad out. It was just corny. You know, when the dude tried to when the dude at the end got tough and shit like fucking him. It got real Hollywood. You know. Yep. Um, but other than that, I enjoyed it. I, I give it like a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, okay, went like a seven and a half out of ten. Um, I uh, I definitely agree with you about ammo. Corny. I, out, I, huh? I didn't like when uh, I ain't like the little uh, sparring back and forth that he had with the one kid from ammo, the little 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 wisecracker or whatever yeah, the case would be. You know, know what I mean? The whole what? thing. He was like, "I'll beat you." Little young ass up, and it's that in the third, and yeah. he's like, "Come on, old man," and all that type of shit. You know? kind of let that shit out. That was corny. I didn't really need all that. Uh, the, the plot, Amani, with yeah, I guess we should have said spoilers before we just gave away the the biggest plot twist in the movie. Oh, yeah. Should we even talk about this shit? Because it might. Yeah, be yeah. I mean, they, it's been two weeks. They should have already seen it by now. You ain't see it. If you ain't seen it, stop right here. Um, but uh. I wasn't I wasn't crazy about about the the, the storyline about mm -hmm. how he got the witch pregnant and mm -hmm. his son and Martin hanging over the edge and yeah. the son came and I got yeah. you dad uh, all right you know I guess Hollywood shit um, Martin it was hard for me to watch that movie because you didn't Martin. like Martin. He just like a shell of himself, man. He there were certain scenes. There was a scene where they 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 they're they're at the club on the beach, and then they chase the dude, and then they end up getting in the little motorcycle, and it's the, and the third, and yeah, they yeah, run yeah. this dude over. And so the camera is, you know, the camera is basically looking up at them, and so they're looking, you know, looking down into the camera. And I remember this scene in particular. <coughs> Excuse me. Martin's face looks so puffy and huge <laughs> that I did like this as to not see it. <laughs> I put my hand up. <laughs> covered not, your eyes. I covered my eyes to not see the puffiness of his face. Like, I don't know, man. I just I just want Martin to look like how I remember him looking. You know what it's I mean? Not, he's old now. He's his, older. His condition fucked me up. So bro. you think you think he could have you think he could have still looked somewhat better than what you think he has more control in how he looks right now? Yeah, man. I I, I can't 
So you think he could look a little bit thinner and a little bit not thinner because you know he's not fat. He just his face is just fat. He has a thyroid problem, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's affecting him, and I think his his medications is making his face puffy. And I, I feel bad for him if that's the case. This is just my conjecture. You know what his face looked like that episode when he fought uh, Tommy Hearns? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looked like that. Like I'm like, Martin, I'm just that scene where they had to do that foot race. That looked horrible. I, you tell me he's not fat of money. He wasn't saying? fat. He just Amani hella look- out of. He's not fat though, bro. What is he? He just not in out shape. of shape. He's just out of Amani. shape. That, that ain't it. I, I just I was cool with Will. I was cool with Will, but uh, Martin. The one thing I did like with Martin is when Will was getting in his car and like you know starting and throwing the shit in the job, and, mm-hmm. and then Martin's in the lazy boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking his feet up and cutting the TV. That scene I like. But Martin played a character. He played the character he he was trying to retire. I just wish he looked different. That's the only thing I wish. But I guess we can't really do nothing about that. Yeah. But uh, overall, I give the movie um, a 7 out of 10. Would I watch it again? No. Would I own it on Blu-ray? No. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it anywhere comparable to the first one? No. Is it comparable to the second one? No. Um, But... You know, it was entertaining for what it was. Should they do a fourth one? Absolutely not. <laughs> Will they? Yes. They are. I now, think they should. I, I'm for it. I and, watch it. I, and, and that's the other thing. I will watch it. They, they know that even though I didn't like the movie, if they put out another one, they can get I mean, another $12 out of me. I mean, you gave it a seven. You know, that's not, you, it's not like you didn't just. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you fucked with it, but it's just like, yeah, it's like that ain't it. Now. Oh my God, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so I don't think they... Oh yeah, I, 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 I have to come back because last time, I got to apologize because last episode I said I predicted the movie would flop. <laughs> the shit. movie did $70 million first weekend, number one movie, so it absolutely did not flop. Doolittle flopped. Robert Downey Jr. flopped. <clears throat> And I think deservedly so. I don't, I don't think d- d- deservedly so. I don't think we need a movie like Doolittle right now. Uh-uh. I don't think we need a man uh-uh. talking to animals right now. I don't uh-uh. think that's the movie. So they did. They did. Um, obviously, they didn't flop. And then even this past weekend, again, the number one movie, another thirty-five million. So they're over a hundred million for the film. Oh, they did good another week in a row. Another week in a row, man. So 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 shout out to to Will and Martin. They both really needed a boost. You know, yeah. Will coming off Gemini Man which was a huge bomb and a terrible movie. Martin, we haven't seen him in a good movie and I don't know how long. So both of them needed a boost and, 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 and they got it. So yeah. shout out to them guys, man. And If they do a fourth one, they're going they to get $12 out of me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, reluctantly, I'll, I'll go and check it out. Yeah. Now, another movie that I want to discuss is the new Tyler Perry movie that uh, recently debuted on, 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 as my dad would say, Netflix. Uh, and uh, the movie was called A Fall from Grace. Have you seen the movie, Money? Uh, no. I've seen so many memes, so much commentary, uh, Facebook posts. I've seen so much talk about this film and just how poorly the film was executed. 
And I got love for uh, Tyler Perry. Um, I don't like the Medea stuff, but some of his other movies I have enjoyed. And I've seen a lot of them in theater. I've actually supported Perry more than I even really realized. You know what I mean? Um, some of the people I'm most critical of, like Will, like Tyler, I support most of all the stuff they do. I give them, I show them love, but I, it's tough love because I'm critical. Mm-hmm. But but as long as they getting that $12 from me, they should be all right with my, you know what I'm saying, with mm-hmm. my commentary. Okay, okay. So anyway, um, with this film... Uh, a fall from grace, as a lot of people have pointed out online. Tyler Perry had on the most rid- ridiculous wig that I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. I don't know where he got that wig from. Mm. He got it from a wig shop. It was in the back of the shop. He's like, "Do you have any wigs on sale that I could just borrow right quick? You know, or you got any wigs under five dollars?" He's playing Medea. No, no, no. He's playing a lawyer. Okay, playing a lawyer. Yeah, and they hand him the wig, and he puts it on, and he walks right on set and says, "I'm ready." Mm-hmm. Um, any of y'all who've seen the film, like he, he looks absolutely ridiculous. Number one, number two, as other people have pointed out, there's certain scenes in the movie, like they're they're sitting in a diner, and two things, they were drinking wine in a diner, which I thought was insane. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, there's a guy in the in the background who he's supposed to be drinking water, eating, but there's nothing in his cup, and there's no food on the fort, but he's doing the motion. And it's like Tyler, can we? Do we not have food budget? Can we just give the man some food to pretend to eat? So anyway, outside of that stuff, the storyline was just pretty ridiculous. It was just like, and I know a lot of people been getting on on Tyler because recently he said he doesn't have any writers. He writes everything on himself, and people was like, "You need some goddamn writers because uh-huh. your storylines ain't really about shit. You need some people with some new fresh ideas." And I agree. I respect that Tyler writes all his own shit. I think that's great. You know. But um, at the same time, like this storyline and the pseudo plot twist and Felicia Rashad and just the acting and it was just all pretty goofy okay. um, to me. So uh, if y'all haven't seen this movie, I do recommend you to watch it just so you can have more commentary about what's wrong with the movie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm gonna check it out. Check heard, it out. I heard man. somebody say it was good. So. Maybe maybe um. It's good for a Netflix a neck a Netflix film. Netflix. A Netflix film. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix film. Netflix. But uh, yeah, so that's my review. That Tyler Perry movie, I give it about a three out of ten. If we if we just want to keep consistent with the with the with the reviews. Okay. Um. So uh, right now, oh, one other thing. Some people have asked me about this, so I want to speak on it right now. The movie Just Mercy. Uh, Jamie Fox. Um, Michael B. Jordan is in theaters right now. Some people wanted me to speak on this and you know give you a review it? or whatever the case may be. I have zero interest in this movie. Zero percent. I think that I'm not going as hard on this film as I did with Harriet, but I don't think we need these types of films anymore. Okay. I don't think we need... It's not a slave movie, but it damn near may be. Uh-huh. Might as well be because we got Jamie Foxx talking. It's used the the lawyer that's gonna help me. It's used the one that's gonna make me a freeze man. Like this type of shit of money with the white savior Brie Larson, uh-huh. Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. As soon as I heard about this story, I came to be your white savior and then help help you Negroes out. Uh-huh. I'm done with these type of storylines. I'm like, I'm just done. But I don't care if it's a true story. I don't care if it's supposed to be inspired. I'm not inspired by this shit. Yeah. It looks fucking goofy to me. Well, it looks like yeah, you you, no you got a white you. savior 
which I always want to put in the movie. It looks like you got Jamie Foxx locked up in a jail cell talking mm-hmm. that old country boy slave bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you got Michael B. Jordan standing up there with a suit looking like a well-to-do Negro. Yep. I'm not a fan of none of that shit. I don't want to see it either. I'm probably not gonna see it. You shouldn't. Nah. I don't encourage anybody to I think see the that girls movie. Gonna go see it because they, they like Michael B and shit. We man. gotta we gotta stop. As I keep telling y'all, we gotta stop supporting these films. We don't want Hollywood to crank out no more of these fuck ass films. This movie is really bad too because it's an Oscar grab for both of them. They're trying to get some attention, mm-hmm. and the attention really didn't come. I, don't, I ain't see the nominations come out for either one of them. Mm-hmm. So across the board, I just think it was it's a bad film. So Just Mercy. As far as Catch a Plays podcast is concerned, we give it no support. We give it 0%. My Rotten Tomato score is zero on Just Mercy. Okay, cool. Money? Fuck it. No movies coming out this weekend, mm-hmm. but I do want to talk Super Bowl right quick. Mm-hmm. What are we doing for the Super Bowl, and what is our prediction for the game? I don't know. For some reason, bro, I think I, I'm, I'm probably pushing for the Niners because, you know, that's you know, the homeland. Gotcha. In a way. I'm County. not a fan, but I'm right. home, you know, homeland. Yeah. Um, but I do think they I think they can win, but then again, I don't know. I this is like one of those I don't know, bro. I'ma say Niners twenty one, Chiefs seventeen. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I got you. I don't know. I you know them number predictions, I don't I don't really be going for that shit. <laughs> I go for the spreads, but the, yeah. but the, the I could do the spreads and like okay, I, I think that the Niners can win by such and such amount of points. But how many points can they win by? I mean, the Niners six and a half points are supposed to lose by one. I think it's, it's just a it's just a really? one point spread, bro. Got you. Or Niners win by one. My bad. Got you. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Um, I was talking to my homie Devereaux earlier today, and he was like. He's like, this is a situation where you have the best defense going up against the best offense. Mm-hmm. Typically, in those situations, the defense. Yeah, so I think the Niners might fuck around and can be do that. Yeah, so he 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 also predicted that the Niners will win. Yeah. So, but um, then again, I don't know. But what I am going to do, I'm going to probably go to the EPNLP though. EPNLP was a vibe. That, I got you. I went last for the playoffs. It was. Yeah, you went two weeks ago, cool. right? Yeah. Unless something else pop up, like a yeah house. Party function or function or something, but I'm probably gonna EP go and LP. Okay, yeah, for sure. Fire. Man, um, or I'll, I might bounce around from EP and LP in the parlor, depending on what it's like. Yo, I haven't been to the parlor when it was cracking in a long ass time. I remember I went there like three, four Sundays just to see what was up, and nothing was cracking. So, yeah, I haven't been there in a while, bro. Man, I, 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 I miss when the parlor, like, they need to throw, like, an actual party there because I miss just going there. Yeah, yeah. But somebody had to throw a party, man. I think they've been having parties. They've just been missing them, I guess. But they, I think they had a party there this last Saturday, actually. Really? Yeah. Man, I, I need to go back up there, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I miss that. But um, what what else, money? Man, that's it for me, bro. You done? Yeah. yeah um... Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Subscribe, F- follow, cool uh, share, um, do something, do something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have an idea. Um, I'm thinking about um, because we're coming up soon. The money in a few weeks, few episodes, it will be our one year anniversary of Catch and Plays podcast, and I kind of want to celebrate with the family, with the mm-hmm. listeners. So, what I would like to do is be able to actually like as we're recording call some people on the phone mm-hmm. and 
just had them just give some commentary about their favorite yeah, yeah. moments of the yeah, show yeah, for or sure, for sure. you know how they've enjoyed it so far. We can get a few people. And, I think we should be able, you know to, be able to do that. Yeah, yeah to just to, just to speak on it and just just get the feedback and just interact with the people. So that's something that we probably will do um for our, for our one year anniversary show which is upcoming soon, man. So thank y'all for sticking yeah. with us. If you want to if you want to fuck with it, send us a message. We call you. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you. you. We'll give you a ring, and you know mm-hmm. you can let us know. How, you know who, you, you know who, who who you fuck with and who yeah. you don't fuck with. And <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What the vibe is? Yeah. So yeah. Um. By the way, also, um, Issa Rae, uh, has a new movie coming out called The Photograph. It comes out mm-hmm. February fourteenth. Um. So we we try to support black film right here on Catch a Place podcast. So mm-hmm. mark your calendars, just be 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 ready Go for that. that yeah. yeah, Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. If you ain't seen the trailers, called the photograph. So yeah, y'all get ready for that. Um, outside of that, Amani, um, we are about to get out of here. R.I.P. Kobe, R. R. man. R.I.P. Kobe. I'm about to play one of his songs that he had with Brian McKnight, and we gonna head up out of here, man. Big logo, box logo. That Brian McKnight and Kobe. I think Kobe coming up right now. R.I.P. Kobe. It's actually, hey, this is actually a slap, though. This is a bop right here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Kobe. Swore, slicing, gently through my body, burn so sweet. Blood boils when you speak, yeah. makes me weak. But I refuse to weep. Yet when I sleep, I feel tears trickling down my cheek. Come on, Stay baby. strong, pride telling me move on. My heart's fighting me, forcing me to hold on. Yours forever, fell for you beyond measure. Pure as ever, amazed by sins of treasure. Mm. Nice little 16 by Cole, you know what I mean? Cole was floating. RP, man. Brian McKnight a legend, by the way. song is a hit though i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna start i'm gonna, I'm gonna add this to my shit but yo we out of here man we'll see y'all next week peace